I'm Psycho. And I'm Lala. And, and we, we are the, the Lala, Lala E-Psycho Show. Show. So we did a few things this past Ooh. week. And we actually went out to go see La Llorona. La Llorona. La Llorona. Yeah. You know, because over here, Psycho was talking about, let's see what Hollywood did to one of our Hispanic or Mexican folk. Folklore uh, tales and stuff. See how, how they modernized it or how they Americanized it. So I had a little bit of a fright of resistance to go to see this movie because I am not a scary movie person. Well, we both aren't. I I don't like it, but I mean, it was for research. So, what do you call it? uh, It was for the show. So, we had to do it. You can tell yourself it was for research, but I can't. I can't. I'm like scared of crap like this. I'm just sorry. I know. I'm not a a scary movie type of person either, but... So, he actually got me to go. Yes. Of course, I had to buy her some Reese's Pieces uh, to calm her down. That's not the reason why you bought me Reese's Pieces. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, for the record, every time we've gone to the movies, he has bought himself Reese's Pieces and has never shared a freaking piece. Until Quetzalcoatl went to go watch La Llorona. I actually... Shared some with you this time. You were actually probably feeling kind of sorry for me as probably yeah, your you were, problem. You were over there like covering your eyes and, and looking and stuff. I was, I'm telling you, I don't like scary movies. Well, if I <laughs> think for a minute that it's something that can actually happen, I don't want to see it. Yeah. I don't want to see it. <laughs> so what was your opinion on it? Uh, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, it, it had some scary moments, but, uh, I mean, for someone that doesn't like uh, scary movies, it wasn't that scary. I've seen scarier movies, like The Conjuring, or, or I didn't watch Annabelle, so I can't say like Annabelle, but, or The Conjuring, or what do you call it, Halloween, or... But uh, anyway, like you sit there and you say you don't like scary movies, but you're going and watching The Conjuring. My and aunt and my cousin make me go. Nobody makes you do shit. Yes, because they love what you call it, the horror movies. But uh, anyway. It, I um, think you tricked me. No, no. I don't like that. Well, okay, I, didn't, I wanted to go see it, but I didn't want to go alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I had to terrorize someone. Anyways, what do you call it? The... Uh, it was actually a pretty good movie. Not as scary as I thought it was going to be. But they, what do you call it? They did show clips of uh, of it, the La Llorona's origin. It was tweaked up a little. But, I mean, it was still uh, overall. I How think was it tweaked up a little bit? Because I still say that there were three kids that she drowned. No. And then there I bet two you, kids. if somebody's listening to this, I'm... For some reason, I think in my head that he said that there were two boys that were part of the story in a previous episode. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that and, and the uh, Mexican folktales, uh, the guy that fell in love with uh, La Llorona was Hernán Cortés. And in, here, uh, and in the movie, it's a ranchero that fell in love with uh, La Llorona and was, what do you call it, 
also having a, a relationship with somebody else, and then she found out and she went but into a dose rage. But that was the whole thing, the story. Well, of the yeah, but I mean, it has changed a little. Not so it's much. Changed. I think that our opinions differ on that. Yeah, I was I actually kind of surprised they stuck true to what it was. So for for the most part, it, it was true. It was. Yeah, I mean, and uh, the uh, when you see her, it actually did look like like La Llorona, you know. So I mean, I think they did a pretty good job on it. Why have you seen the Llorona? Huh? How do you know it looked like the? Well, Yorona? yeah, because have you seen the Yorona? Yes, she was sitting right next to me. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole! In case you didn't get that, that was a that was a jab towards me. This fucking piece of, oh my goodness! I never cried during the movie. No, I know you didn't. But you had your eyes covered, and then I I kept uh, nudging her. Look, 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 and she was getting mad at me. Because she was scared and I made her go. I was scared. I'm not, I don't like scary movies. Yes, call me a big chicken, whatever you want to call me. I'll own up, I'll own up to it. I will I, own up to it. And then on the quiet parts, I kept going, La Llorona. Yeah, but. And she was getting mad. Yeah, but who couldn't sleep last night? Oh, no, that's something. Uh-huh. I think somebody was afraid to fall asleep because they no, were afraid no, he no. was going to feel tickles on his feet or something. Then <laughs> uh, what did you think about it? I actually, from what I could see, because, yes, I did have my eyes. I mean, I, I closed them and then I would open them once the <gasps> was gone and over yeah. with, you know. So I actually thought it, it Stayed true to the story in for the most part. Yeah, it really did. I like how they how they brought not only the 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 story of the La Llorona, but they also brought in some of the other Mexican culture that we bring in when it comes yeah. to something like that. Uh, Gurandero, uh, what called uh, and the. The Catholic faith, uh, they tied it in, into it, too. They did. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was uh, uh, a lot of uh, our culture was tied into it. So, I think that they did pretty good staying true to the the Latino culture regarding it. So, I mean, it, it was an overall good movie. I would definitely go watch it again. But maybe on on a Fire Stick or on DVD for I'm at home with the lights on. <laughs> really? <laughs> Just well, you're not you're not kidding about that. When we were when we were there, I turned around and I told you, when has it ever gotten this dark in a theater? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's like they purposely turned off every side light, every little kind of um, glare or whatever the case may be. It was just yeah. But I think another also another reason why I wasn't I didn't get as scared about uh, uh, watching La Llorona. Was because of those kids behind us that weren't getting oh on my, my nerves. Oh my god! Really, uh, you had to go there. Well, yeah, because I mean, I was trying to get scared for someone who gets frustrated noisy. easily. You shouldn't have wanted to go on the first night it premiered. Then I always do. But I, 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 then don't complain. Well, but still, I mean, if you're gonna take your kids, keep them controlled. Anyways. What wasn't controlled about them? They were loud at the beginning and they were loud at the end. What? Yeah. What? Other than that, how did and they bother you? At one time, you could see the little 
cell phones flashing and stuff. Oh and you can hear their little games going. Oh. It was soft, but you could still hear it. Anyway, you can't can we hear. Get back to la well, we're here. <laughs> yes, Where do you want to go with the Yorona? Yes, yes, you're here. But I mean, I would definitely say go, go check it out. Go it's, take a look at it. I think yeah, so too. I think if you're, it's not, he's right. It's not as scary, but for someone like me, it's, it's scary enough. Yeah. Like I said. So, and especially when you see something in the movie that you know either you've seen before or you have it in your house right now, it's kind of like. I don't Ooh, want to know what you have. Shit. So, definitely go take a look at the Yorona. It was a great movie. Yeah. Um, we definitely enjoyed ourselves. I know he enjoyed making fun of me last night and today, and I probably won't hear the end of it. It's okay. I'm pretty sure there'll be something that <laughs> that I'll find out about him that where he doesn't like very much, huh? Yep. But... Since last night we went to the movie, um, today we ended up going to a few places, right? Yeah. And we started off our day by going to a chapel I had talked to you about. Oh, yeah. Oh, that that's a nice little uh, chapel. I mean, is that a, a, a huge chapel? Uh, it's it's small, to, uh, and it's kind of hidden in a little corner. So, I mean, if you don't really look when you're driving by, you're going to miss it. So, I can't take credit for this. I was introduced to this chapel maybe last two, three years ago. And it was due to one of my friends and my roommate. Yeah. And I never knew that this chapel existed. It's right off the highway. And I know that I've passed this place several times. So what's the name of the chapel? It's called El Señor de los Milagros. Yeah. So this little chapel is a small chapel, and it's on 415 La Trinidad Street, which is by Haven uh, for Hopeway. Okay? Um, I go into this church, and even though it's right off of the highway, I couldn't. I can't hear anything when I'm in that chapel. Yeah. I walk into that chapel and I'm so in all of the simplicity of it, which I love. Yeah. So just a little bit of history about this chapel, and um, it was actually all that remains of a homestead of the Jimenez family, known as the Chapel of Miracles. It is dated to the, the era in, te in Texas history when it is common for a family to set aside an area for the purpose of praying or honoring family saints. So, it is El Señor de los Milagros. It has been credited for many miracles for pilgrims across Texas and Latin America. The Chapel of the Miracles is an important element of the San Antonio's Mexican-American culture and faith. When you walk in to this, and just so that you know, you walk in, it is literally still the descendants of the Jimenez family yeah. that run the chapel. And you literally see what is now an updated, of course, house. But the chapel in itself is the beautiful stone. Oh, yeah. 
And it's not. It literally is, what was it, six pews? Six uh, pews, six pew, you know, yeah. two, two people per pew kind of a thing. And there is a cross. They, they have the little altar right there with uh, uh, Nuestro Señor on the cross. And they have the little saints on the side, uh, which uh, my my family, Saint uh, El Niño de Atoche, is there also. And you can, uh, and they sell candles that you can light to them right there. Yeah, and, you know, not only are they offering a place of prayer for anybody to walk into, but they also give you a little history. And, and, I, and I say this because they give you a little pamphlet, and it gives you and it tells you. And in this book, it tells you that the crucifix in the Chapel of Miracles is said to have originally come from the mission of San Antonio de Valero, which is the Alamo. Yeah. So it was taken to the church in the Villa de San Fernando when the missions were secularized in 1793. It was entrusted to the Jimenez family in 1813 during a period of political rebellion as well as to other colonial figures used in that chapel. So this is history. It's literally a part of history. Yeah, it's uh, been... Uh designated uh, uh, for, uh, I think, uh, a state uh, his historical landmark? It is. The Chapel of Miracles was added to the National Register of Historical Place in 1980. There you go. So, if I go in there, I light a candle. I always light a candle for my family. I always pray that I'm giving patience because I deal with this man on a daily basis. <laughs> oh, God. And then <laughs> I, I turn on a candle for my mom. And it, I mean, we've been in the chapel before and we've yeah. lit a candle. But every time I walk into this chapel for some reason and I've said and done my prayers, I get very emotional in that chapel. Yeah, so you're, you're kind of you know, got a little teary eyed. So this place, and you see, Many people go there. There's a place where you can um, put pictures of your loved ones. Yeah. You know, there's... a little, like a little uh, uh, cork board right there where you can tack pictures of uh, people that you care about on there, people that you want to pray for on there, just put it on there. They light a little candle. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's beautiful. And they, they keep up with the, uh, the old grounds. It's beautifully clean. And what do you call it? Oh, I liked it. You liked it? Yeah. I mean, it's something, it's all, all these little historical, uh, what do you call it, uh, places around San Antonio that, I mean, as San Antonioans, we take for granted. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's something that what, uh, we should take our, our kids or, or out-of-state uh, family members to check out because, who knows, they might not be there one day. You, you just don't know. Yeah. So, if you guys... Ever want to stop by um, this little Chapel of Miracles at Señor de los Milagros? Again, this is located at 415 La Trinidad Street. And go in there. Say a small prayer. Um, or even if you just need to find an isolated place where you, you need to pray to our uh, Nuestro Padre. Uh, and and what the religion uh, Get rid of that stress and talk to God. That's a good place to go. And if you're not religious and you happen to be a history buff, yeah, 
Check it out. Go it, you know, just to know that it is from a descendant of a descendant. And these people still running it aren't descendants. You know, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's it is a very beautiful thing. Very beautiful. So after we went, we said our prayers and thank yous. Um we headed down to Fiesta, people. Yeah, yeah, we had to get our Fiesta on since I have to be working it next week. So but I, I had to take this day to get my Fiesta on. And I didn't know how this was going to work, people, because, you know, he's a little crazy. <laughs> Just a little crazy. Just a little. So we circled around for parking. Oh, yeah, we were going around in uh, circles. Because because he didn't want to pay a certain amount of money, and then I told him, "Look, there it is for keeper," and he missed it completely. Yeah, because he wants to do things his way. Because I wanted to park on top of the El Mercado. I wanted to park on top of there. Why would you think that he, it would be even open? No, it was open, but it had gotten full around, uh, so early in the morning. So early in the morning, because we were there pretty early. It was what twelve, eleven thirty? Yeah, it was eleven thirty in the and morning, it, and it was already full. Was already full. Yeah, tell you people just want but, to party. Yeah, but what it got? I think the parking there was between twenty and twenty-five dollars. Yeah. Uh, so. So we ended up going into the little placita. Yeah. Um, I, it has a lot of shops. Oh yeah. Tons of, of shops. shops, and you find everything from pottery. Pottery too. To uh, what color? The Mexican dresses, guayaberas, sombreros, the little uh, pup, uh, Mexican puppets. That those are scary. Have you ever watched uh, the Puppet Master? I don't like those things. You're scared of puppets? Yes, I hate puppets. Anyways. Now I know. Uh, Thank don't, you. Don't you even dare. Thank no. you. I You'll told you it would come, come out, people. You'll never come back. It will. It's going to come back and haunt you. No, no, uh, no, no. There was jewelry and oh, toys. Yeah, but we're talking like the old school toys. But I mean, most of the stuff, it wasn't just from Mexico. They had stuff from uh, Guatemala. They had some, uh, I think, uh, a shop or two from Nicaragua also. I mean, there was Jalisco. Uh, Jalisco. Uh, and it and we found that out just by listening to the vendors because you know people were walking in there asking about certain items in their store and, and there was this one lady explaining how each an individual vendor was from a different region of Mexico and they would sell things that were common to their hometown yeah you know so but beautiful items beautiful so, I mean, we we walked around, right? We walked yeah. around. We got to enjoy everything. Of course, I went shopping like I always do. Yeah. <laughs> and I found a couple of things um, so that I can enjoy my Fiesta week, you know, yeah. because this was only the beginning, people. It was only the beginning. Yeah. But we also noticed in the middle they have, like, a platform. Yeah. They have, like, a, a, little, a little stage Type of thing where they uh, they bring out the folding chairs and they surround it with the chairs. They they have performances on there. I remember one year uh, a while back uh, there was a guy dressed as Michael Jackson. He was dancing right there, uh, with the, along to the Michael Jackson song. I mean, a lot of people actually watched that. Yeah, well, when we were walking out, 
There was a little boy, couldn't have been more than 13, 14 years yeah. old, and he was playing the guitar and singing. Yeah. So it's for local performers to put on their their talents, you know, yeah. and have the support of their family as a support of people, you know, just to help them out, to help them get to where they want to get to. Yeah. And he was actually pretty good. Yeah, he was. He was actually pretty good. So, but... The Mercado is not just about the little shops and the vendors. No. And during Fiesta, it's a whole different kind of world. Yeah, out there. As soon as you walk out the doors, oh, man. Uh, there's uh, there's a little street right there. And they have uh, two stages set up. Uh, I get excited. I'm sorry. You get excited? Yeah, yes. because it, it's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Here's another world out there. It's another world. <laughs> So we step out, and we're just going to let you listen to a little clip of us outside on the streets of the Mercado. Okay, we're at Fiesta over here, and it's early. It's about 1.30, and there's already a lot of people over here. They got uh, all kinds of food stands here. We're at the Mercado. There's uh, all kinds of cool stuff in the Mercado. Y'all need to come check it out. And, of course, if y'all can hear in the background, there's uh, good music playing right now. It is awesome. You're seeing everybody come out with their fiesta gear, hats, blouses. Some of these girls, I don't know how they're doing it in heels, but they're out here. It's fiesta, baby. Hell yeah. Come on, join us down in fiesta, downtown San Antonio. So that was just a little sound clip of us as soon as we walked out to the streets. And there was music, right? Yeah, you can hear the, the music uh, blaring in the background. And you can hear the, the people actually uh, talking, uh, what do you call it, around us. There was, it was bustling with all kinds of people enjoying their time. There were actually some viejitos uh, a, a little further uh, ahead of us. And they were dancing around to the music, which is pretty cool. That's a, a relationship goal right there. To be 70 years old and still dancing with your partner out there. It was pretty cool. It, it was awesome. And then people are out there, young, old, they're out there just enjoying life. Yeah. Enjoying life. But it's not just about the music. I mean, I know that Fiesta is about music and stuff, but it's also about the street vendors. Yeah. Oh, you you walk down, uh, what do you call it, the... Uh, the the little uh, walkway right there, and uh, as soon as you uh, get it, get there, the the first thing that hits you is the smell of tripas. Ugh. Oh, I love tripas. I hate tripas. They got tripas. They got sausage on a stick. They had uh, what do you call it? Roasted uh, corn. Roasted corn. You can't forget about roasted corn. Uh, and uh, they had the funnel cake. Oh, the, you read my mind. You gotta get out of my head. Hey. <laughs> Get off my wavelength. Get off my wavelength. I will talk the, to you about that shit. They had the the funnel cakes. Oh, it's awesome. I'm surprised you resisted the funnel cake. I know, cause I was I I, I, I was waiting. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't actually get any food, and I think we should go back just to enjoy the food. I mean, because yeah. we didn't even have the gorditas. We didn't have. Um, the freaking turkey leg. I know, and I didn't even buy me a sombrero. I wanted to buy me a, a fiesta sombrero. You tried so many of them on. I know. But you didn't want one? Well, no, it's because, what do you call it? Uh, 
I didn't want to buy anything until after I bought the meat for Easter. Oh, that's right, people. Tomorrow is Easter. Easter. Right? Uh, yep. And just so that you know that we recorded this a week before. Yep. Um, because we didn't want to not put something out this week. Yeah. Um, so we're actually getting our stuff ready for tomorrow's Easter celebrations. Yep. And so, but we need to go back. Yeah, we, we do, we do. We need to go and try some of that street food. Oh, and and what's another thing that we did? We actually, if you can believe this, we got a caricature, caricature. a cartoon picture of both of us, just a face. What got the, some guy on the some vendor? He drew it for us, and what it was fifteen dollars for just a face alone with color. Fifteen dollars per person. Ten dollars per person if it was just black, just and, black white. and white. And he actually had a line going. Yeah, oh, he, he was had, consistently yeah. busy. Yeah, he, it was because I know we had passed by there three times, waiting for the line to go down, but it never did. So we just ended up getting in line, and eventually uh, we got our turn. We got, it, it came out pretty awesome. It's actually a pretty cool picture of us. And, of course, someone's got a big ears and big nose. I know, my, and it ain't me. He drew my uh, my ears. They look like uh, what do you call it? Uh, those uh, elf ears from uh, well, Lord you, of the Rings. You say you love Christmas? No, this uh, those elves from Lord of the Rings. Oh that's, my goodness! I mean, that's what it looks like. It had, but there I mean, was face painting. There was the henna tattoos. Yep. Um, and oh, and then we also tried some uh, some beef jerky. Oh, there was some jerky there. Yeah. Oh man. The and we didn't go. Pepper. We didn't go back. No, I know. But they had some uh, beef jerky that was uh, that had ghost pepper in it. Oh, that was spicy. But it wasn't just beef. No, I mean, they had, they had they alligator. Had they had elk. Elk. They had uh, bison. Bison. They had um, venison. Oh, venison. They had some venison. You know, I didn't see any like chicken or turkey one. Yep. I didn't I see, didn't see turkey because yeah. you don't do chicken, but yeah. But there was still some more over there. We only saw the first two uh, shelves. Uh, then there was still a third shelf, and then around the corner a fourth one. But we didn't quite go that way because there was people in the way. So talking to a man who loves spices, the lady actually asked him, "How do you like your heat?" And he's like, "Well, I like it pretty hot, you know, this or that, blah blah blah." Can you believe he started with the weakest one? People. I know. I said, I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, work my go way. Go for the there. gusto. Why hey, did you have to go for the weakest that's one? That's I ended up uh, with uh, chronic uh, heartburn, so I got to take it easy. But you douse everything in freaking spice. I put it hot sauce on everything. You do? Yep. <laughs> and then you start with the weakest beef jerky. <laughs> I know. Tell you, it was like but, touching hot water. There, he was. I'm making me. But I'm. it was delicious, though. It was. It, it was. was. So if I mean, so it's not just you know. Yes, there's gorditas and taquitos and all kinds of stuff. But there's other stuff for you to try. Yeah. But I mean, there, there's just that stuff. Just it's not just centered in El Mercado. You actually have to get out of El Mercado, and you have to walk down the streets of downtown. Because there's more to Fiesta in uh, in the middle of downtown. There's Niosa, which we didn't get to uh, go. It hasn't we didn't started. Because huh? yeah. it hasn't started. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, uh, what do you call it? Uh, there's more uh, more to it out there. And then there's the Carnival, 
Pues, uh, last year they had it at the Alamo Dome. I'm not sure if they have it at the Alamo Dome uh, this year. But I remember growing up, they used to have everything just in the middle of downtown. Yeah. And it was awesome because, well, probably going to get it thrown by my tia, but we used to go there. We used to, what do you call it, uh, go to the the rides and everything, and then we'd sneak over to uh, the, it was a 7-Eleven at a at, uh, corner by Kmart. And we used to go over there and underage drink and then go back to the the Puerto Carnival and and just get wild. You so, were a bad child, weren't you? I was a bad boy. You know, I actually felt bad for you when you would tell <laughs> me that your prima would pinch you and pull out your little pelitos. And for a minute, I thought, no, there's no way that that could happen. But prima, you actually admitted it. So yeah. I'm, I was like, oh. Poor dude. I like, know. She was a bully. You deserved it. <laughs> you I were bad. Her. I know, but I love her. <laughs> I love my prima. But, yeah, but, uh, I mean, yeah, we used to underage drink uh, to Fiesta. We used to love it as teenagers. We would go over there, <laughs> get on, we'd hop on the, on the Via bus. It'll drop us off at the, lab, at the old library and just walk around downtown and then, Go what do you call it to either the Aztec uh, theater or we would go to the 7 Eleven that, that was downtown and we'd what do you call it uh, have somebody buy his beer. We'd pour it into a, uh, an ordinary looking cup and just drink it right there. Oh my goodness. You gotta know how to do it. I, sh- I shouldn't even be in this room. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I'm, I'm not uh, like that no more. You're not. Mm-hmm. I'm calm now. I'm yeah. Calm, collective. Mm hmm. Sure you are. But you know what really amazed me? Because there was one, two, three, four, five, six different stages in that one area. Oh, yeah. But they didn't, the music never blended. It was like, as soon as you walked past a certain point, you no longer could hear the performer from the previous stage. And that is so nice. Yeah, it is. Because you can have the hunt on one corner, rock and roll in the other, rock, because we heard rock. Yeah, and yeah. oldies. They, and had, they played oldies there, too. They had oldies, and because there was people swinging. Yeah. There was people swinging. Well, let's be clear. The dance swing. Yes, we were talking <laughs> about the dance swing. Yeah. And then, of course, under the bridge, there was another stage. Oh, yeah. Under it, the bridge, they, they had... Uh, a stage right there. They were playing the old time Tejano right there. I like. Yeah, but people were doing. she wanted to dance and. Can you believe this? <laughs> I, I wasn't so ready. So we're there and people are dancing and I love cumbias and I love polkas and I'm thinking, okay, here comes cumbias and he's going. The band is going and we're here and we're having a good time. And I turn to him and no wait, he turns to me and says, "Can you dance this?" And I said. Yes, can you? And he, he says, yes. I said, well, then let's go. This bitch told me no. <laughs> no. I couldn't believe it. That will be the last time I ask you to dance. Just <laughs> a little no, FYI. It will not be. It will be the last time. <laughs> Try me. It will be the last time. It will not trust I couldn't believe this. I wasn't ready. You caught me off guard. How it's a oh my god, we were there having a good time. It was just a cumbia, wasn't asking you to marry me. I know, but I mean, I haven't danced in so long. What you have two left feet now? 
Yes. My knees. I got bad knees. <laughs> okay. Just remember, that was the last and only time okay. I asked you to dance. Um, I'm right. serious about that one. <laughs> so, but we actually, like we said, didn't eat off of the street vendors because we had already talked about what we were going to have for lunch. Yeah. And we decided that we were going to go eat at Mikiera. Oh, yeah. And I was kind of iffy on it, people, because you've heard my stories. We'll walk or drive into a drive-thru, and he'll see 10 cars, and that's way too much for him. Yeah. So I go up to the counter. Go up to the counter, and she says it's an hour and five minutes. I know, and then so we had to go out out the little back doors, and they had a little waiting area right there. But he agreed. You agreed. You don't like waiting. I know. But, I mean, this is mi tierra. So, it's different. I even offered to say, okay, let's waste some time. Let's get in the line for the pan dulce. And you actually said no to pan dulce. No, because the the line for pan dulce was even even. So, if you noticed today, I kept asking him to do stuff, and he kept telling me no. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Right? It was an off day. Yeah. uh (laughs) Off day, my ass. No, But we actually waited and it was actually only a 45 minute wait it was so we had already agreed to this and i said okay i'm gonna go we're gonna go in and we're gonna enjoy a nice meal now it sucked for me because again easter's tomorrow not today and she can't eat beef and i gave up beef for lent so here is this man holding me to my word that i wouldn't have any gun carne until tomorrow. And what do I order? What do you order? You don't even know what you ordered. Because you turned around to me and said, why did he ask me about that? So <laughs> this... A steak. I know. He ordered the, <laughs> the Mexican... The, the deluxe. deluxe Mexican plate and it came with the steak. So I was right there eating the, the beef in front of her. <laughs> Talking about how, mmm, this is good. It, 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 was, it was good. Their but, food is actually it was actually, yeah, it was. I ended, ended up having the chicken fajitas with the uh, enchilada verde on my plate, which was delicious. Yes, it was. Really, really good. Not to mention, I had myself a margarita. But the food was good, the environment was good, and then, of course, the mariachis in the back. Oh, yeah, they were playing mariachis. At one point, we, uh, her and I got... So into it, uh, we were uh, singing uh, that song um, by Vicente Fernandez. Uh, what was it? The Volver Volver? Mm-hmm. Uh, we were singing it uh, together and stuff. So, I mean, not with the mariachis, but we were eating and singing. You know, we were pretending that we were actually mariachis. mariachis. But um, it's a really neat place. Yeah, it is. A lot of people go there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty busy uh, in most of the time. Because people did not only go there just during fiesta, but uh, it's like a tradition going to Mitierra. That's uh, where uh, you go to for special occasions. Yeah. Uh, they go, what do you call it, uh, when, of course, when out of, out of town family comes. But also when they're uh, celebrating, uh, like, uh, graduations, where they're celebrating, uh, what do you call it? Uh, birthdays. Birthdays and what do you call it? Or even something as sad as, uh, what do you call it, the, the passing of a, a loved one. They go right there to get together with family and uh, and just talk. It's uh, The whole atmosphere for Mi Tierra is basically fa- very family-oriented. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, they, they also sell uh, t-shirts that, uh, that has on there with Emiliano Zapata on it. So you say it's family oriented. Isn't it run by a family? But yeah, actually, uh, there's some interesting facts uh, that I learned uh, about it. Actually, Mi Tierra is 78 years old, what do you call it? Uh, it was opened by Pedro Cortez in 1941. Can you imagine that it's been uh, there longer than probably our parents? Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, because my mom was born in 19... Wait, my dad was born in 1943. Well, my dad was born in 1950, so... Wow. Yeah. And then in the main city area, there's a... a a big mural with a lot of celebrities and uh, and Latino leaders uh, right there. If you look at it, uh, you can name. Uh, it's a pretty fun ga uh, game right there. Trying to name as many of those people on on the mural as uh, as you can. I would have lost at that game. Yeah, no, they had what you call it. Uh, Edward James almost uh, how he was dressed in in the movie Zoot Zoot against Zoot Zoot. <laughs> oh my goodness. They had uh, Frida. They had, uh, what do you call it, uh, Selena, of course. They had to have Selena there. They had Vicente Fernandez. And uh, they had, uh, I think they had uh, uh, Henry Cisneros on there too. I could have sworn I saw him on, on the mural. You probably did. Yeah. But, but uh, the only non Latino person that I saw on there was a big picture of, uh, what do you call it, uh, Bill Clinton uh, running, and he was wearing a Miguel uh, T-shirt. That wasn't part of the mirror. It was a painting. No, it wasn't. It was side. just a painting. But that mirror—that's still interesting. The, that mirror was large. I mean, in yeah, size, and with a lot of Hispanic Latino people on there. I mean, it's huge. I mean, um, but gorgeous work and gorgeous work on that mirror. Yeah. Like, uh, another interesting fact is. At the entrance uh, to the to the restaurant, there's an altar to what called the the to Pedro uh, Cortez that opened the uh, the restaurant, and what kind to other family members uh, that worked there too. There's actually an altar right there. Really? Yeah, and I on the side of the middle. Well, yeah, when you, when you go or? towards the, the when you exit the back doors and you uh -huh. go towards the parking lot, uh -huh. if you uh, if you just look to your your right, it'll be right there. You, it, you most people just pass by it quick, so they don't glance to the side. But mm -hmm. if, if you actually take your time and then glance to the right as you exit, you'll see it right there. There's a little altar with the Virgin at the very top, and then pictures of family members with candles on there. I mean, it's pretty interesting. Wow. And like, you know, so it's more than just a, a place to eat. Yeah, because it, right it's a tradition in San Antonio to go there and celebrate the special occasions. Yeah, and the really neat thing about Mitiera is that they have a separate bar from the restaurant. Yep. So you can actually, and, and it's in the same building. Well, actually, they had two bars. They had the main bar, uh, which was by the entrance, and then in the back uh, uh, on the uh, big diner where the mural's at, there's a, a, a smaller bar there, uh, too. But I like the other bar. Yeah, the other bar is better because you can actually sit there and it's uh, kind of like closed in and what do you call it, uh, they, playing its, its own little music and everything. Yeah, because cool. a lot of, sometimes I think it's like either like a Friday night or Saturday night, you'll actually get mariachi groups. And I don't know about you, but I love mariachi music. Oh, yeah, I know. I do too. 
You know, so when I, I, I loved it when I when I used to drink, what do you call it? Uh, be right there uh, singing along with no mariachis. Oh, but no, I mean, no puedes it, cantar. I heard you're singing today. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll still. That was hurting those doggy ears over there, you know, because people around were walking around with you know their pets, and some of them were looking at you kind of weird. Okay, I'll still sing, but what do you call it? But yeah, so if you're ever got a date and you don't know where to take her, that's the place to take her. Me, yeah. Oh, him. Okay. Him or her. Yeah, that's a good place to try it out. Take her and to what kind of person? That's very nice, very nice. But then we're going to be hitting May already, if you can believe this. Yeah, I know. Like, the, the year's already going by fast. It is. And May is has just as much stuff going uh, for it than April did. So we start off the month of May with... With El Chicano. Oh, my goodness. That Mexican superhero. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah. So we'll... we'll We'll go see it and give it a review also. So it should be good. The previews look good. So May 3rd and May 4th, um, there's actually a performance at the Arneson River Theater. And it's put on by uh, Bravo Mi Cultura. And this is also part of Rex Parks and Recreation. Yeah. And if you don't have anything to do that weekend, definitely go check it out. Yeah. Um, but we're looking at Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. We got to give thanks to our mother to see us. Yes, we do. So now you're going to see that chancla flying. If you don't get her anything. And take care of your mothers, please. They're yeah. the only ones that you'll ever have. Yeah. And, and, and I don't care whatever anybody may say to you. You're, you only have one mother. Yeah. And so. Well, I don't know. I got two mothers. Take care of, of her. I got my biological mother, and I got my tia. She's my mom, too. She raised me. Which, I understand you're pretty spoiled by your tia. Yeah, my tia's spoiled. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> and then, of course, we've got um, the Big Red and Barbacoa Festival coming up. Oh, yeah. Big Red and Barbacoa. And we actually have tickets. Oh, oh we do? We have tickets. All right. So, um, and then we still have tickets for the museum that we haven't done. Oh, yeah. We still got to, and we got to finish up the, the missions. We only got to the first part. We only got to the first part? <laughs> the first mission. We haven't been able to go to the aqueduct. We haven't because you have us going everywhere else, but oh, on my path that I was going on. I know. Well, it, like, my mind just jumps everywhere. I mean, you got to keep it. Going in one direction or not, it's just gonna. Oh, look, a squirrel. <laughs> I can't even get you to dance. What makes you think I'm gonna be able to get you to go on a straight path to what we have planned? It's a challenge. And then we also actually have um, the rematch for bowling. Oh, God. I can whoop your butt again. Come on, come on. Yeah. Well, you might be able to because I, I hurt my, oh, my elbow this past please. week. I've been home, so big old chichi right there. I've been big injured. Old. I've been injured. And then, and then, of course, we got Memorial Day weekend coming. Oh up. yeah. So, so we uh, have a lot of things coming up in May. In May, yeah. Yeah. So again, thank you guys for listening. 
Yep. Leave but, us our comments. I'm sorry to interrupt you, oh. but I I gotta send out a shout out to one of our uh, what called uh, youngest uh, listeners. My it's my nephew. Oh, he's 16 years old. Jake, what's up? Hello out there. Thank you for listening to us. Um, Don't forget to leave comments and at least just somebody just say, hey, what's up, Papi Chulo? So leave us your comments. Tell us what you think. Give us some ideas. I do also have to say that um, we actually did have a listener give us an idea in regards to uh, that one article where the Japanese or the Asian cultures are... um, taking on our Hispanic Cholo. Oh, yeah. So, so we have to touch upon that. On one of these uh, episodes, we'll have to talk about how the lowrider uh, movement went from just being, uh, what you call it, the Hispanic thing to a national, and now it's international. So, it has been for a few years. Yeah, so thank you, Natasha, for that suggestion. And we'll definitely be looking about it and talking about it and um, giving you some ideas and some stories behind that as well. So thank you once again. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right, and enjoy your Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter.